Balmain's most recent runway for the Men's and Women's Spring Summer 2021 collection stood up for a variety of reasons, most notably perhaps because there actually was a runway. In this era of lockdowns, travel bans, and fears of infections, many designers and fashion's four major capitals had opted for digital presentations instead of traditional shows, if they even made a presentation at all. But Olivier Ristong, as he explained in his notes to the press before the show began, was determined. He pushed himself and his team to the absolute limit because he believes that while digital experimentation might lead to some interesting ideas and fun effects, there are actually few ways to truly match the excitement of a live show, especially when that experience is shared with fashion colleagues and house followers. You know, it's never easy to prepare for a runway. And, um, and as you can imagine, this year's planning was even more difficult. Like, like everyone else in the world, suddenly we were faced with a new surprising reality, one which we would have never dreamed possibly before. We had a whole set of completely new serious health concerns, safety limitations, and government regulation that we needed to deal with. So um, I would say we decided from the very, very beginning that the only way we were going to make it through this situation was to always make sure that we kept our goals very clear at every single step. Starting from our earliest Zoom calls, when my team and I first started discussing this presentation, and during all the long weeks of our spring lockdown and afterwards, we kept repeating two important principles, and those two principles guided all of our decisions. One, we believe that fashion is best experienced when presented live, and this is for sure. Two, we know that the shared experience is crucial for our fashion community. Of course, with all the new health consideration and government restriction, keeping true to this principle was more than a little bit difficult. But in both French and English, we shared an overused phrase, la nécessité la mère de l'invention. In English, you say, necessity is the mother invention. Our planning process for this runway is proof that tired cliche like that one can sometimes actually be true. Olivier Rustong's spring 2021 presentation for Balmain, which took place on a special temporary stage erected inside Paris's beautiful 400-year-old Jardin des Plantes on the evening of September 30th, held quite a few surprises. Among them was the show's very unusual opening. As you probably already know, typically a runway is finished when the designer walks out on the catwalk to wave a final goodbye to those attending the show. But for Balmain's spring 2021 runway, the presentation began with Olivier Rustong seated in a chair in the middle of the wide stage. Around him slowly meandered Amalia, Excel, Barbara, Charlotte, Sonia, and Violetta. These were six models that Paris's fashion cognoscenti remembered well from their glory days of decades past. Rustong, working with the talented fashion historian Olivier Sayard, had managed to reunite these iconic models in order to recreate the unique ambiance of a fashion salon presentation, the type that took place during the early years of Pierre Beaumont. Until the modern version of the fashion show began in the 70s, Pierre Beaumont, like every other Paris couture designer, would typically present his latest designs in the center of a small salon space, usually at Beaumont headquarters. He would sell his latest collections directly to the clients seated around him and the models. In these controlled environments, the emphasis was always placed on the client instead of the media, with a running commentary often explaining in detail the inspiration of each offering. The two Oliviers, Rustong and Sayard, had decided on this nostalgic ambience, 
complete with recorded quotes in English and French from Pierre Beaumont, to highlight one of the central themes of the night, the theme of heritage. And that theme, the heritage of Beaumont, is also the subject of our second L'Atelier Beaumont podcast. Hello, I'm John Gilligan. Today, you and I will be exploring, along with Olivier Restaurant and some members of his Paris team, one of the most important components of the 75-year-old house, the singular and inspiring heritage of Beaumont. I am Olivier Roustin. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Bienvenue à l'atelier Balmain. Bienvenue à l'atelier Balmain. On that September evening, as he presented his spring 2021 collection for Beaumont, Roustan was also unveiling a revamped version of a historic monogram pattern. He and his team had updated a graphic pattern of repeated interlocked letters, the letter P and the letter B, that Pierre Beaumont had first introduced in the early 70s. Note that I said revamped, for as Olivier Roustan often emphasizes in his interviews with the press, Invoking heritage at Beaumont can never simply mean cutting and pasting a past success onto a modern runway. There is one truth that Pierre Beaumont always repeated. Whenever he spoke about finding inspiration from the past, it is a statement that I have noted more than a few times in his many speeches and writing, and is a principle that I have seen reflected in decades after decades of his beautiful creations. He liked to stress that finding inspiration from the past is, of course, a necessary thing for fashion houses, but he would always add that a fashion designer should never, ever attempt to simply duplicate a vintage creation. He would emphasize over and over again that designs from previous decades must always be given an update. Monsieur Balmain pointed out that we need to make sure that each new revival actually reflects the modern needs and the distinctive taste of each new generation. And And I would say that's exactly what my team and I have always aimed to do, season after season, whenever we worked with inspiration from this house's amazing 75 years legacy. For example, recently decided to update and reintroduce Monsieur Barman's PB pattern. That is a pattern made up of the two letters, P and B. They repeat and are interlocked to form a sort of a maze. It's a very, very compelling and very graphic design. Once you see it, you can easily understand how it was originally inspired by Pierre Bauman's fascination with the complex labyrinths that you can find in some of France's most famous Renaissance gardens. In our Bauman archive, you can find several ready-to-wear, accessory and couture designs from the early 70s that Pierre Bauman covered with variation of the PB pattern. You know, I was convinced that now was the right time to update that unique pattern for today's lifestyle. I knew it would work well, and I love how that pattern also reflects my own love for strong black and white graphics. Also, and just, I would say it's just by coincidence, the day turned out to be a perfect one for this reintroduction of the PB pattern. You know, at the same time that my design team and I we were working on this pattern, the Batman architects and I were finishing plans for the house's newest boutique, located on Madison Avenue. That space is actually just a few blocks away from the house's first New York store, which opened in 1970. And it was actually inside that first American barman boutique where Monsieur Barman introduced his first, really first version of this PB pattern, exactly 50 years ago. And you know, I knew that by reintroducing the PB pattern, we would be placing the spotlights once again on our rich heritage. 
And by including that historic pattern for our spring 2021 runway, I wanted to make it very, very clear to everyone just how easily Pierre Barman's design can be updated for our time. You know, to best highlight that legacy, I worked with the very, very talented Olivier Sayard to create our unique runway moment. My team and I first selected six mid-century silhouettes from the house's archive for inspiration. We updated those designs with two-day tailoring and covered them completely with our revamp PB pattern. And to wear those special designs, we reunited some of the most beautiful models who made past Parisian runway shine so brightly. Olivier Saya helped us to plan, choreograph and to recreate a bit of the special ambience of this house's earliest showroom presentation. I was so happy to see how everything came together so perfectly. This special and surprising moment in our show really helped to underline the enduring strength of Monsieur Barman's singular legacy. Barman has always stressed its incredible legacy. Today we're going to try and scratch the surface a bit, talking both about the legacy that founder Pierre Barman and subsequent designers had left behind for the house, and also how the present creative director, Olivier Rostand, constantly finds inspiration in the house's rich archives. As we explore, it'll help if we try to keep in mind just how much Olivier Ristong and his design team value and respect that heritage. For those of you who have seen the film Wonder Boy, it'll come as no surprise to hear that Olivier Ristong constantly underlines the importance of history, beginnings, and origins. And whenever he explains his reasonings, he often repeats a key phrase from the company's definition of its own DNA. You know, there's a phrase that I often repeat when I want to emphasize the importance of heritage. By celebrating where we come from, we can clearly see where we are headed. Those, those 14 words sum up my design philosophy here at Barma. And, um, and of course, those who know me will know that those 14 words also reflect an important truth for me. They, they sum up my own recent personal search for answers. I was, as the French say, Nesuzix, which we can translate in English to born under the letter X. That basically means that my birth mother chose to remain anonymous. No family names were included in any of the birth records that I would be able to see. And, and after I was born, I was sent to a French orphanage. I lived there until my parents adopted me. I, I grew up with a beautiful and my family, a super loving family. This is my family, the family in Bordeaux. And they love me and I love them. But as an adult, I have spent a lot of time wondering about my origins. And I would say the, my recent documentary, Wonder Boy, concentrated on my search for answers about where I had come from. So, as you can imagine, that phrase that I said earlier, by celebrating where we come from, we can clearly see where we are headed. Well, it's all the second, very powerful meaning for me. And beyond the many times I repeat those words to my design team, the phrase is also familiar for all the people working here at Barman's Paris headquarters. Or at least it should be, since it's actually the first line in the official definition of the house's DNA. It is printed inside each employee's company handbook. Um, I would say 
I believe those 14 words nearly sum up both the how and I would say the why behind every barman creation that I work on. The how. Um, my team and I choose to always rely on those time-honored skills, the singular savoir-faire, craftsmanship and impeccable tailoring that have set apart the atelier of barman for 75 years. The why. We know that even our most daring and modern designs are made stronger when they rest upon a firm foundation. Every collection, even the most modern collection that I have sent down on a Bauman runway, has always, in some way, relied on inspiration found in our archives. And, and maybe it's because those words reflect the concept of my own personal life so well. But somehow, an exploration and celebration of this house's amazing history and legacy seem to grow more important for me with each season that I am here at Bauman. As Olivier Rustong often points out, many of the inspirations for his almost 10 years of collections can be directly traced to the articles, sketches, fabrics, or designs that he or someone on his team has discovered in the Balmain archives. And to provide that inspiration is one of the reasons that Balmain, since its earliest days, has recognized the importance of holding on to its history, as Balmain's in-house historian, Julia Guillon, explains. You know, ever since it was founded in 1945, Balmain has been determined to build an archive of its own creation and accomplishments. The house has managed to build a rich record by carefully preserving and cataloging many of the drawings, photos, videos, documents, news coverage, fabrics or designs. I think that it made a big difference that the house never moved from its original address. That helped to ensure that Balmain would be able to successfully preserve 75 years' worth of richness, and there was very little loss due to any changes packing or unpacking. So, as you can imagine, I have a lot to work with. To get a grasp of what we have, it might help to see our archives as made of three main components. First, as you can imagine, we have an abundance of beautiful haute couture and ready-to-wear designs. They are all very carefully preserved and protected in storage. Balmain has managed to hold on to about 800 of its haute couture designs. The oldest creations date back to the very earliest years of Pierre Balmain from right after the war. And we continue to add to that part of the archive's richness each year as we search for other pieces that might be for sale at auction, for instance. And of course, we have continually added a great number of 21st century designs from Olivier Roustin as well. We had new designs after each of our many runway shows, knowing that they will obviously be a source of inspiration for Balmain's future creative directors. We also directly work with museums around the world on their own Balmain designs that they have in their collections. We estimate that today there are roughly 800 Balmain creations in dozens of leading fashion museums all across the world. Second, we have an incredible library of Balmain sketches and beautiful drawings. I think it would be impossible to place monetary value on the house of over 12,000 drawings of haute couture designs, and they are all beautifully bound in volume after volume. They are amazing pieces of art, and they are also an incredible source of inspiration for Olivier Roustin and his team. Those sketches really make it clear to all of us how Monsieur Balmain was very open to a wide range of influences, how he looked to continually to the best in architecture and the arts, as well as his many worldwide travels for inspiration. 
And having access to these volumes definitely helps me in my job, since I'm often asked to provide background for designs that are part of different private collections and museums around the world. Of course, in addition to sketches of collection, we also have many, many videos of the presentations of Balmain collections, dating from the last 30 years or so of the 20th century up to today. We are continually digitalizing the many different formats of cassettes and tapes that fill the many, many boxes and boxes. Right now, I believe that there are over 200 digitalized videos on our archive shelves. Finally, there is another gigantic group of bound volumes. But these times, those books are filled with things like photos, advertisements, show invitations and press clippings. We store that group of bound books next to the dozens of boxes that are filled with personal photos of Monsieur Balmain. And those pictures help us when we try to put everything into context. We've estimated that we have over 15,000 photos in the archives, and many of these are pictures of Pierre Balmain with his friends and family, taken during his many travels across the globe, or maybe when he relaxed at his different homes, or when he and his team were working in Paris. Last, but definitely not least, Pierre Balmain loved public speaking and he was often asked to give speeches about topics like French civilization, the history of haute couture, or his conception of French elegance. And the archive shelves hold many of the original type pages that he referred to for these speeches, each marked by his own edits in his very distinctive handwriting. So it's absolutely no surprise that, with such incredible richness, Olivier Rostong and his team often build upon the ideas, the themes, and the constructions that they originally discovered hidden deep in the house's archives. But Balmain's legacy is not just contained in the house's archives, designs, sketches, and clippings. There's also a tradition of excellence in construction that Olivier Rostong feels compelled to uphold as well. Let's be clear. When we talk about heritage and legacy at Barma, it does not only mean that we find inspiration in archival sketches, video, or clothing. It also means that there are some incredibly high standards that we all feel that we must always meet. Barman, of course, began as an exclusive haute couture house and creating one-of-a-kind piece inside a Paris couture house has always been a very, very demanding process. It requires unmatching tailoring, an incredible dressmaking skills and the type of the beautiful finishing touches that only the most talented of artisans can create. And, and each season, I work hard to continue that part of our house legacy. My, my team and I rely on the same ingredient that Monsieur Barman mastered to set his design apart impeccable tailoring, highly detailed, and really impressive embellishments. The work of the men and women creating each of our collection makes very, very clear to all that our atelier is second to none. In addition to all that talent and skill, I would say that there is a sort of reverence that exists here at Barman. It reflects a very Parisian spirit of honoring creation, creators, and savoir-faire, something that has long helped to set this city fashion apart. And the distinctive and demanding Parisian attitude of accepting only the best remains a big part of our barman culture. There is a quote from a 1956 Pierre Barman interview that I love. He was explaining this one-of-a-kind Parisian attitude to the American press. He wanted to make clear to them that his strict design standards were shared by every single member of the team. Monsieur Barman said, only in Paris do all the couture workers, from seamstresses to mannequins, workship and treat a dress like a baby. In Paris, when the day is over, 
The artisans are willing to stay and sacrifice their comfort in order to produce something of great beauty. And Monsieur Barman's entire team clearly agreed with him. I think that Ginette Spanier, the house head of retail for several years, was only exaggerating just a little bit when she explained that if a seam is not quite right, that is a matter of life and death here at Barman. Balmain's heritage also holds a distinctive way of seeing things, especially during the most trying of times. Olivier Roustong turned to the house's heritage and archives for two very special and very unique recent Balmain runways. Those presentations took place in July and September 2020. They had both been planned and designed in part during Paris's long and difficult spring lockdown. Due to the special circumstances and changed environment, Rustong strongly believed that more than just another runway presentation was needed. As he explained to the press, he knew that too much had changed and that it was no longer right to do things just as they've always been done. He and his team were determined to respect and acknowledge a new reality and a change mentality. I think every Parisian will always remember this past spring as being a dark one. Our strict and long confinement that we French call our lockdown was filled with strange new fears and mandatory isolation. Even for those like me, those lucky enough to only have to deal with Zoom frustration and a bit of cabin fever, that confinement made very clear just how much we had been taken for granted up until that moment. Once we were forced apart, we suddenly realized just how much we depended on being together. When we were locked inside, we launched for the beauty of the public space of our hometown. And as we faced all those unending reports of unbelievable losses, we came to truly understand the transformative power of solidarity. In spite of everything, Rustang was determined that the House's July and September presentations were going to be joyful and optimistic. For, as he has already explained in our initial podcast, an integral part of Balmain's heritage is its distinctive optimism when faced with hard times. As I often say, Balmain has optimism and audacity built directly into its DNA. We can never forget that when the house began 75 years ago, Pierre Balmain was willing to take an incredibly daring bet. After all of those years, occupation and suffering, he was ready to set out and found his own house. He decided to do so immediately after France's liberation, even though it was such an insured time. After all, Paris was suffering from food and material shortages, heat and electricity outages, and non-stop worried about the future. But Pierre Barman was young and daring, and he was convinced that better days were ahead. And all his energy, audaciousness, and useful optimism helped ensure that eventually his house would be one of the forces that helped to restore Paris to its position as the capital of the fashion world. It is that incredible and unique spirit of optimism that we wanted to be sure to include in this year's one race. Yes, moving forward is not always easy, and 2020 is definitely not an easy year. But if we have solidarity and determination, progress is always possible. In addition to optimism, 
Both of Balmain's most recent runways also highlighted one other key element in Balmain's heritage, its home, the city of Paris. Olivier Ristong, who just like Pierre Balmain, has often found inspiration in the French capital, highlighted that connection. My hometown, Paris, is so much more than its famous avenues, elegant bridges, postcard views, and iconic architecture. Here there is one of a kind of a mix made up of refinement, freedom, diversity, and creativity. Today's Ville Lumière, City of Lights, always inspire me and my team as we work on our collection. Just like Pierre Balmain, we know that we could never separate this house from this city, which is truly the world's fashion capital. Maman's July 2020 presentation could not possibly have been more Parisian. It even took place on a quintessential Parisian mode of transport, a peniche. Peniche are the enormous flat-bedded barges that have long been used to ship items up and down through the very heart of Paris, on its river, the beautiful Seine. This show's peniche was a special one. It had been outfitted with a shining mirrored deck as it carried 21 models, a dozen dancers, Olivier Rustong, and one of his favorite French singers, Yusuf, through the heart of historic Paris, starting from just under the Eiffel Tower, chugging past the Musée d'Orsay, then through the French National Assembly, the Tuileries Gardens, the Louvre Museums, the French Academy, and entering just under the shadow of Notre Dame. This unique pathway of the runway was reflected in the presentation's clever name, Balmain sur Seine. Socially distanced Parisians were invited to view the runway and listen to Yusuf's incredible voice from either bank of the river, as well as from the many famous bridges that cross the Seine. It was at those beautiful bridges that other groups of dancers had been posted as well. Roustan had worked carefully with Beyoncé's collaborator Andrew Makadzi and the French choreographer Jean-Charles Jusnet to ensure that the show and music on Balmain's Paniche corresponded perfectly with the dancers' performances above on Paris's beautiful bridges. Not surprisingly, this joyful and unique mix of Paris monuments, fashion, music, and dancing transformed the show into the first luxury fashion moment to be live-streamed on TikTok. And to make the connection to the house's heritage as complete as possible, Balmain Sersen's model were a mix of amazing pieces pulled from Balmain's archives, as well as some of Olivier Rostong's most recent designs, as Julia Guillon explains. You know, we really wanted to complement Olivier Roustin's beautiful key messages of optimism and love of Paris for his Palmain-sur-Seine show. So we kept our archival selection focused on two key messages. One, the 75-year legacy of the House of Palmain. And second, the evolution of Palmain over the last decade, or in other words, the Olivier Roustin era up to today. So, to highlight Balmain's 75-year legacy, we pulled major pieces from many of the house's past masters. We worked with Olivier to select some of the most emblematic styles of the past, including designs from our founder, Pierre Balmain, as well as some of his successors, including Eric Mortensen and Oscar de la Renta, who designed for the house after the death of Monsieur Balmain. It was so beautiful to see those decades-old designs once again being celebrated and shown to Parisians. And for the selection of the highlights of Olivier Roustin's designs for Balmain, we worked with him to narrow our focus to pieces that best show this distinctive tailoring. 
As we debated which of Olivier Roustin's key dress and jacket designs to pull for the show, we kept in mind that our goal was to use the selection to help make as clear as possible that Olivier Roustin's 21st century Balmain silhouette always channels the spirit of the house's past masters. The tresses that Olivier Rustong selected from the house archives for his Balmain sur Seine runway made clear the timelessness of the house's finest designs. Timelessness is, of course, something that one expects from the very best luxury offering, and Pierre Balmain's timeless designs notably continue to maintain a distinctive freshness today, as Olivier Rustong explains. It seems like every single time my team and I go through a selection from the Balmain archive, the same thing always happens. Basically, it's inevitable. At least one person at the table is going to be blown away by how Pierce Bauman classic designs manage to remain as fresh today as they must have been when they first appeared decades ago. For example, we might be looking at a press clipping, a dress, or a sketch, whatever it might be. Somebody is going to mention how simple it is to imagine how our founder's design could be easily adapted to today's look. All it will take is a small addition or tiny change, maybe adding patent leather accessory or a pair of warning jeans. Obviously, it is the timelessness of Pierre Barman's design that eats us each and every time. That incredible timelessness is, of course, a necessary ingredient of a true luxury fashion house. And it's a key reason why the house of Barman has such an incredible history. Olivier Rustong and his team are not the only ones to be impressed by Balmain's timelessness. Savvy dressers have known for decades how striking a vintage Balmain can appear at a dinner, an event, or even on the world's most prestigious red carpets. For example, to accept her Oscar in 2009, Penelope Cruz opted for a classic Balmain. More specifically, Cruz decided to wear the strapless, off-white 1950s Balmain couture embroidered gown that she had purchased eight years earlier at a famous Beverly Hills vintage shop. She explained to the press that she'd been holding on for so long, for eight long years, because she had been saving it for something very special. Cruz paired the 60-year-old gown with a simple strand of cushion-cut diamonds and diamond-studded earrings, and she kept it on as she headed out with her mother to enjoy a post-ceremony snack at In-N-Out Burger. And in recent years, a host of the world's most stylish and beautiful actors, including Gillian Anderson, Kristen Davis, Helena Bonham Carter, Kristen Scott Thomas, and Tracy Ellis Ross, have also turned to vintage and timeless Balmain Couture designs to make their own powerful, unique, and beautiful statements on the red carpet. Timelessness is one thing, and it's an incredibly important thing, but neither Pierre Balmain nor Olivier Rustong would ever be happy with simply replicating past glories. Monsieur Balmain actually warned against that type of attitude in his memoirs, pointed out that any fashion designer who simply replicates a past style is nothing more than a theater costume creator. Balmain stressed that true fashion needed to always evolve to build upon the past in order to always be sure to create what is right for today. It's a philosophy that is summed up by his familiar, often repeated quote, good fashion is evolution, not revolution. Olivier Rustong also believes that we must build upon and never simply duplicate the past. But when he sent out his models for his fall 2018 show, the show's graphics and message set Pierre Balmain's familiar formula on its head, with Rustong declaring that fashion is a revolution, not an evolution. Rustong explained this surprising shift in his post-show interviews. 
Fashion is a revolution, not an evolution. That did get a lot of attention when I made that statement a few years ago. And I expected that, of course. After all, I was modifying a very famous statement from Monsieur Balmain. But, um, but I felt that we need to make that adjustment to his words. In a way, it reflects how we need to adjust Monsieur Balmain's design from the house archive in order to, to update them. Today, we live in a greatly changed world from what we had even just a few decades ago. It's clear that we can no longer just take some small, cautious step forwards. Our present-day reality demands boldness and resistance, and the newest generation are turning out to be a surprisingly strong force for progress. Today's youth embraces the future, demand inclusivity, and enjoy pushing buttons at the same time that it breaks down all remaining barriers. It is that new confident and fearless spirit that I see as the essence of our modern Bauman army. It's that outlook that my team and I were celebrating. But, but while perhaps Pierre Bauman's original statement might have needed that slight adjustment, our founder's rich legacy will always remain very present in everything we do. Our modern Bauman collection incorporates both the rebellious spirit of this moment and the master tailoring impressive embellishment and refinement that one expects from an historic Parisian house. We will always include that savoir-faire and all the lessons and examples that Monsieur Bauman left behind for us. Because, after all, nobody's saying that revolutions can't also have finesse. To make clear Olivier Rustong's distinct vision of revamping, re-editing, and rethinking the past for a new generation of Beaumont, let's return to where this podcast first started, the Beaumont Men's and Women's Spring-Summer 2021 collection that was recently shown in Paris's historic Jardin des Plantes. Just like July's Beaumont sur Seine, the September runway presentation turned to new tools and methods to channel a message firmly set upon Bauman's unique legacy of daring and optimism in the face of difficult times. Very little about the house's September runway resembled a typical presentation. For example, since friends, colleagues, and VIPs could not attend, Rustong and his team decided to include them digitally, filling the front rows with large screens that brought familiar faces, including Anna Wintour, Claudia Schiffer, Cara Delevingne, Jennifer Lopez, and Cindy Crawford, back to Paris Fashion Week, at least for one show. And, as we mentioned, Olivier Rustong and a host of iconic Parisian runway models from the past decades began the show with a distinctive, choreographed presentation that called to mind a classic mid-century couture presentation in order to introduce the newly revamped PB Labyrinth pattern. When Olivier Rustong first came across the pattern in the house's archives, he was deeply impressed. Ever since I was just a teenager, I've been excited by the power of conveying an identity through the strong graphics of a distinctive and well-designed monogram. So, when I first spotted how Pierre Barmer had begun sketches and developing ideas around his PB pattern, the freshness and power of those original designs really, really excited me. From what we have been able to find in our archive, it looks like Monsieur Barman's earliest ideas for this pattern date from way, way back. There is even some of his initial sketches showing up in his paper from the early 60s. So even today, six years later, those original ideas still remain compelling. 
I knew as soon as I saw them that I needed to update that pattern. I knew that I needed to introduce a modernized version of that powerful labyrinth design. In addition to working on the new outfits shown on his runway, Rustan created a series of special ensembles which were also completely covered with the PB pattern. He sent these to the women that continually inspire him. Those women, a select group of Olivier Rustang's friends and muses, including Jennifer Lopez, Kim Kardashian, and the Spanish singer Rosalia, wore those unique and beautiful creations and posted them on social media. Beyoncé loved her PB pattern ensemble, which included one incredible PB patterned hat, so much that she coordinated it with her I Voted sticker on the day of the recent American elections. Rustang also turned to his accessories team to help him develop a new line of bags, which would be covered with the jacquard version of the pattern. The new PB pattern bags, which are part of the appropriately named 1945 collection, rely on a super thick, two-color, three-dimensional jacquard fabric and vintage-appearing embellishments that recall the gold medallions, gilded buttons, and golden symbols that have adorned the house's creations since Pierre Beaumont's earliest days and which are a shared signature of the collections of both Pierre Beaumont and Olivier Rustin. Because he was so pleased with the look and the reception of the new line of 1945 bags, Olivier Rustin decided to push things even further. Taking inspiration from another recent archive discovery, Rustin and his team decided to introduce another, completely unexpected line, which is also covered with the distinctive PB Labyrinth pattern, Beaumont's first collection of trunks. Olivier Rustin explains the surprising history behind this latest design. Pierre Balmain's grandfather, Alexandre Balmain, had an incredible life story. He built his fortune in the 1800s, traveling all across the Central Europe with his trunk full of merchandise, selling a selection of jewelry, ribbons, and hardware to French, Swiss, and German customers. First of all, we need to acknowledge that Alexandre must have some impressive strengths. Somehow, he managed to carry his large chest on his shoulder as he traveled, from town to town and client to client. And that big trunk was so heavy. It had 12 drawers and it weighed 20 kilos, which is about 44 pounds, when it was actually empty. And they say it could weigh as much as 60 kilos, which is about 133 pounds, when it's full. Alexandre used his profit from all that hard work to construct Balmain's family home in the center of Saint-Jean-de-Maurienne, the same small mountain town where Alexandre's grandson, Pierre Balmain, was born in 1940. So it seemed right that our newest collection would find inspiration in the beautiful trunk that Alexandre Balmain carried on his shoulder across Europe around 150 years ago. My accessories team and I have turned to the best artisan in France and Italy for help in creating and launching Bauman's first collection of large trunks and smaller bags. And the entire collection is inspired by that classic trunk of Alexandre Balmain. Each new design in our trunk collection is completely covered with our updated and modernized version of the PB pattern that Alexandre Balmain grandson, Pierre, first designed 50 years ago. That is the same pattern that I recently introduced during Paris Fashion Week. So, this new offering joins together two unique histories, that of Pierre Barman Couture House and also Pierre Barman Family History. In addition, it incorporates the always modern outlook that my team and I gave to every design pulled from Barman's rich archives. I really, really love this celebration of designs and history. 
and of course the collection's name, we call it the 1945 trunk collection, in honor of the year Pierre Barman founded his house. It makes very clear that this is a collection built directly upon Barman's incredible legacy. And it's just one more example of how every one of our Barman offerings helped to make it clear the truth of that phrase that I repeat so often, by celebrating where we come from, we can clearly see where we are headed. Yeah, yeah,